Welcome back, AP family. Once again, it's so good to be with you. Welcome to the Asia Pacific Leadership Podcast. Uh, again, here with Jeff Hartensfeld. And we've talked already about vision, about mission. And today we're going to be talking about values. Hey, good to be with you too, Doris. Um, you know, it's uh, just got me real excited as we've over the last few months talked about these, you know, different themes. Um, certainly something that, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about and really enjoying the, the conversations that we're having around this. And, you know, just for our listeners, you know, you might be like, and it's Jeff again, you know. <laughs> so the point of the podcast was just so that, you know, you all would hear my voice. Um, you can always just read the newsletters. <laughs> They're but, very good, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you read them, right? No. When you read them. <laughs> actually, I've really been encouraged reading them. Well, I want to let everybody know that I do put time into them. A lot of thought and prayer goes into, you know, speaking to those. But that's the point of this podcast. We'll probably have on some other hosts and some other guests. Um, you know, next week we're going to or next month we're going to talk about, you know, our never reached theme. And so uh, we'll see who's around in town and we'll see if we can drag them in. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Take some good. of the pressure off of me. There you go. <laughs> well, you're doing great, Doris. But Jeff, you are going to be a part of this no matter what. In some ways, pretty much every month, you guys can bank it that I'm going to be on. Um, but, you know, it's funny when, when we were looking for a host, you know, somebody who's in town here, somebody goes, well, who can stand up to Jeff and really? And they said, Liz. And Liz is like, yeah, I'm not doing a podcast with Jeff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm a Doris. I'm like, yeah, no, that would be great. You know. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for doing these. Really appreciate it. Well, as we get into our theme for today of values, um, I've learned from you that uh, vision leads us to our mission and that that really... Uh, the next step is what are our values? Yeah. So can you, why, obviously values are important. Right. Uh, so what are the AP values? Just could you review that for us sure. today and sure. maybe unpack a them a little bit? Sure. Well, you know, <clears throat> let's just start out with, you know, values uh, in general. You know, when, when I was, you know, back to the story of helping these different companies find their vision, mission, values, I used to draw it in the shape of a pyramid. And and I would cut the pyramid into three sections. And and you know the top of a pyramid is kind of like the apex, the top of a mount, mountain. You could even say it it was a mountain. And you know the vision is kind of like when you get to the top of the mountain. So like that top third I used to say is your vision when you get to the top of the mountain when you finally arrive. The the middle part of it, you know, kind of the meat of the middle was what you're doing, the mission. But the bottom tier of that pyramid or that mountain, I would section off and I would say the foundation of vision and mission are values. Mm. So if, if you're going to achieve a vision, if you're going to do something, if you're going to be on mission, your values are what kind of keep you from crumbling mm. or falling apart. You know, if there's no foundation, whether it's a house, a mountain, a pyramid – it, it just basically, you know, collapses. So, you know, values are so important because they are the foundation in many ways of everything. Now, 
Now you've talked before, I'm going to deviate just a little bit here, sure. but you've, you've shared before, you know, about the great commission, but you've also shared with, with my family, with my husband and I about the importance of the two great commandments. Would you kind of say that those are partly foundational or value driven as far as the great commission? Well, you know, two great commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and, you know, your neighbor as yourself. You know, those are your 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 two kind of golden rules. Um, you know, they, they could be formed in the in the shape of, let's say, a value, um, because in some ways, you know, we as you remember, you know, we have people come to Christ in Indonesia and they're like, okay, this Christian thing is so complicated. Like there's so many rules, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, just forget about all those rules. If you could do these two things, you know, even when I preached several series throughout the years on the Ten Commandments, I'm like, it it all boils down to two things. Mm. You know, why do you not steal from people? Why do you not kill people? Well, it's because you love your neighbor as yourself, right? <laughs> you know, so it's like it kind of you can break them down into love God, do these things, love your neighbor as yourself, do these things. So, you know, those are kind of these two golden rules. But I think what I want to say about values is values are important because they are the foundation of all decision making. Mm. You know, if 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 someone says they value something but don't make decisions going in that direction, I'm like, no, that you obviously don't value that because... You're not spending any time or money on it. You're not investing in it. That's right. You're not investing your time or your money. So what you invest in is what will clarify what your values are. Now, some people would be like, oh, well, you know, indigenous church, we shouldn't be throwing a lot of money around. And I'm like, okay, but where are you spending your time? Mm. So if you're investing your ministry capital what you invest your ministry capital and your time in is, you know, what you value. Um, you know, when I was in Indonesia, you'll laugh because you'll remember this. I was known as the Hello Kitty pastor. <laughs> now, of course, our friends in Asia are loving that, right? You know, Hello Kitty, right? We love Hello Kitty, right? So you're like, well, why is that? Well, I, I was trying to describe ICA values. I preached annually on the church's values, right? Mm -hmm. And so I said, I went to visit one of the people in the church. Now, thankfully, you know, they weren't no longer coming to the church. And I didn't give names, but I was like, I went to visit somebody in church. And when I got to their house, they're like, Pastor Jeff, do you want to come to our Hello Kitty room? I'm like, you have a Hello Kitty room? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so they brought me into the Hello Kitty room and they had everything ever made with a Hello Kitty on it. Plates <laughs> and lamps and blankets and pillows and... <laughs> I mean, it was just like everywhere. Incredible. And I'm like, it was a value statement. Yeah. No, we, we're spending all of our time, mm. our money to collect as much Hello Kitty stuff as humanly possible. Mm. Now, it's probably a little bit of an overreach, but what we spend our time and our money and our thoughts, mm. that's another thing. It's, do you wake up in the morning thinking about the local church, the never reached. Um, you know, so a value statement, values are so important because whether you know it or not, they are shaping your decision-making. Um, I read a great book, um, Bill Hybels' book, Strategic Leadership, years and years and years ago. Um, but this was a formational book. And, and Bill Hybels said, you know, I'm always, 
I'm oftentimes making quick but good decisions. Now, of course, this is Bill kind of bragging in the book a little bit, but he goes, people have said to me, how are you able to make those right decisions so quickly all the time? And he said, it's easy. I make my decisions based on values. Mm. And if you know what your values are and you value certain things, it becomes very easy to make decisions. So um, so I'm know, looking at our AP value statement here. And it says, we are a spirit-led mission that values meaningful relationships, the local church, and ministry that is contextual, indigenous, and sacrificial. Doris, it's amazing that you're one of the few AP missionaries that memorize the value statement. Jeff, I read the newsletter. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> you helped me out here. There you go. <laughs> so can you unpack those a little bit for us? Yeah. Um <clears throat> You know, I want to, uh, before I do that, I do want to give like one quick example of um, kind of how this fleshed out in our personal ministry, you mm. know, in Indonesia. So um, one of the values, stated values of the church that we, you know, that I pastored in Indonesia was, you know, we value the lost. Mm. Now, you know, that's become a loaded term. People said, you know, I've read a whole bunch of articles now in our current culture, don't refer to people as lost, you know, whatever. <laughs> but back in those days, we could say we value the lost. So <clears throat> do you remember we had this big Christmas outreach at Tunjungan Plaza in, in Surabaya? And we had rented some sound co- uh, equipment for in this. In the parking garage, right? No, not the one in the parking garage. This was, uh, the, we did Scrooge a second time. Okay. You yes. might have been gone by then, but we did We did this big play, rented all the sound equipment. And one of my church members came to me and said, we're in a dispute with the company and they're demanding money from us. And they explained to me that they had, we had asked for certain equipment that, they never came through with that they were charging us for. But when we said we're not paying it because they didn't produce the equipment, they said, well, it was there. You just didn't ask for it. So we're charging you for it. Um, it was a back at the back in the day. It was for our church, you know, a matter of about a thousand dollars. But it was, you know, a lot of money. Back in the day that. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of money. And they're like, we're in dispute and we don't know what to do. Pastor Jeff, what should we do? I said, I've got one question for you. And they said, what is it? I said. Is the owner of the media company a Christian or not? And they said, no, they're not Christians. Matter of fact, you know, they're from the majority religion of the country. And I said, then pay the bill in full. And and the the, the church member was shocked. He goes, Well, <laughs> I thought I thought if I told you they were a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ, you would be like, Well, it's our brother, let's let's pay it, let's keep good. But I said, Oh no, if it was a Christian, I wouldn't pay any of that money. You know? <laughs> I go, Why are you deciding that? And I said, Because the lost are more important than a thousand dollars. That's good. So if in a church statement you say you value the lost. And can't put a financial decision with that. I I think this becomes a a problem. And so when we talk about values, they will guide our decision making. Our listeners, all of you listening to this podcast, you have a set of personal values. If you don't know what they are, take the next month and write down every decision you make for the next month. And at the end of the month, you go over that list, you'll know what your values are. 
Write down every major purchase, what you spend your money on, both out of your account, personally, you'll know what you value at the end of that process. And I'm not saying right or wrong, but it, you know, it is what it is. So and can we, I add real yeah, quick, under your leadership, as when you we were MITs, you encouraged, I, you probably don't remember this, but you encouraged us to do this. And it was transformational for my husband and I. Um, right. And, you know, it, even on a personal level, this is one of the most positive things you can do. Is model, yeah, well, uh, is, is to is, see that decision-making process. Yeah. And try to figure yeah. out what are my yeah. actions showing yeah as my values. Yeah. Well, you were there. Not when, what do I want them to be, but what are they really? Well, what are, the, the, I'll get into that a little bit. There's a difference between what we want to value and what we actually value. Yes. But, but you know, you'll remember we canceled the offering in 2007. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, people came to me and said, we, all unsaved people kept coming to the church and they're like, you know, these aren't like Judeo-Christian background people that are used to a play. This is somebody who they didn't even know what an offering bag was. And all of a sudden, some ushers digging this bag into their arm going, it's like, what is this? You know, so they're demanding our money. You know, why did we cancel the offering? The lost were more important than the offering. Right. And the church income went up. Doesn't always happen for everybody that way, I guess. You were but, revolutionary before your time in putting a box in the back of the sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> we did too. I mean, it's like we didn't, not that we didn't ask for money. We gave people an envelope and said, if you'd like to give, put it in the box. If not, then we're glad you're here. <laughs> you know, and, but, but, you know, when we talk about our own, our own, you know, value statements, a couple things in there. There's spirit led. Mm. I want you to know that I personally value the spirit led life. I want us missionaries to so much value the Spirit-led life that we actually hear the Spirit and we are following the voice of the Spirit. Um, we value meaningful relationships. And, you know, I did like a five-part newsletter series just on those two words back in the day, the day when I was first regional director. But there are circles of meaningful relationships, keeping our slate clean with other missionaries, with our host church, within our own families. And that's not always an easy thing uh, to do, but meaningful relation. We value that. We value you keeping yourself, you know, good. The local church, we're saying it again, even though it's on our, our, you know, we're planting local churches, we're planting, growing, resourcing, missionizing local churches, but we also want to value the local church. And if you're a missionary listening to this and you can attend local church, but don't, you should do that. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I just want to encourage you that one of the reasons why we don't value the local church is sometimes we don't go to it. And 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 this is very important. You know, even as I'm here in Springfield now, when I'm not out preaching, you can find me at my local church, even on Wednesday night for the prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we've got to be, you know, uh, valuing our, our the, the, the local body of you know, believers. Um, ministry that is contextual, indigenous, and sacrificial. I'm going to talk a little bit about some new things that might be down, coming down the pike, but um, contextual, obviously we want to make sure our message is contextual, indigenous. We want to make sure that the host church is growing and sacrificial because it just takes sacrifice to do ministry in Asia Pacific. So Jeff, we have talked about uh, our values as AP, we have AGWM values, we have regional values, we have local ministry values, we have personal values. 
How do we keep them all straight? And what do we do if we aren't on the same page as AGWM or our region? Yeah, you know, this has been talked about even on a, an executive leadership level that, you know, there's so many sets of values out there. It's like, man, if we tried to value all of it, you know, we we would get confused, you know. Um, I I want to... I want to at least encourage everybody that you would know what the AP values are. Even AGWM in a, to a certain degree, but for sure the regional ones because I'm as we make our decisions we're we're look I want you to know that these values mean something to me as regional director that as I'm making decisions on a decisions on a regional level we're doing it based on these this set of values okay so <clears throat> you know especially when it comes to meaningful relationships you know uh when we find people in conflict with the host church when we find people in conflict with each other boy you know it's it's important to me that we resolve that conflict not let it go on or keep it stuff it down right but deal with it i agree i mean we're more we're definitely stronger together than we are alone. Yeah. I I think if we if we also find ourselves not on the same page as AGWM or the region uh, you boy you got to really think through that if you're a a missionary. You know, if I was part of an organization and I was diametrically opposed I I probably would be like am I even in the right place? Now I'm not suggesting that people leave the organization. But um, if you find yourself oftentimes on opposite sides of things, maybe it's because you don't know what those values are and you haven't really ever considered them, you know? Mm. So it is really important that, you know, we compare, we we consider these ideas of spirit-led, meaningful relationships, uh, local church, as we talked about over and over again. Um, so I don't think I'm surprising anybody when I say that those are the values of Asia Pacific. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's there's things that there's some differences in how we do values. So so with all of that, are there any changes that you'd like to see with the AP values, or are you are is this it? Um. <clears throat> You know, I think sometimes when it comes to values, there are, you know, values that you really own, and then there are values that you are striving towards. So, you know, when you join a new organization, it's obvious that you're you're not on board right away. Right. So, so values actually also define culture. So, you know, we could we could go on about values for a long time, but. Um, you know, why do people in the countries we serve do things a certain way? Mm. Well, it's all about values. They value the collective more than the independent. Mm. You know, so we're we're constantly as we clash with culture, we're actually clashing. It's a it's a value clash more than anything else. So, mm. you know, there there are things that I see in AP that I would say, man, I wish we valued that more than we do right now. Mm. And so I've even actually been talking with the area directors about <clears throat> what are some things about the Asia Pacific culture 
that I would like to see change that are not on the list yet. And I use the word yet because, you know me, I'm always trying to change things up and add some new things. Well, that's because you're a good leader and you have vision. <laughs> you're imagining what a, a better future. Yeah. Sometimes I think I think too much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. That starts with the foundation and with values. So are what kind of things would you like to see the region start to value? You know, one of the things that um, we've been talking about with the area directors is that we, I, I don't know if we lack this, but we'd like to see more of it. If I say lack, I don't want to get people, you know, saying, no, 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 we, we have that already. I think we lack a culture of celebration hmm. of each other. Celebrating. I was going to say, wait a minute, we celebrate every holiday in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, we used to joke and say, you know, we have all five major religions and we celebrate the holidays of every single every one of them. Every single one. <laughs> but I'm glad that you clarified that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not talking about celebrating another holiday. I'm talking about celebrating the successes mm. of our colleagues, our leaders people downline. Um, it's almost like sometimes we see the success of someone else and a spirit of envy comes on us more than anything else. Mm. You know, I define envy is different than jealousy. Envy is the inability to rejoice at someone else's good fortune. And, you know, when, when people are succeeding in ministry, we should be leading with that's I see that amazing success. You know, what if there was more of that amazing celebration of success in the Asia Pacific region? What if we were known for those kinds of celebrations? We are not. And and the ADs and I, sometimes I think it's more like competition. Mm. Who speaks the language better? Mm. Who's, you know, planted more churches or translated more curriculum or had more students or I don't know what the, the, the levels of success are. You know, years ago uh, when I was you know, still serving on the field, sometimes people would ask me about other pastors in the city and either their success or their failure. And I used to say, well, I don't have much to say about that because when I get to heaven— Jesus is only going to ask me about me, <laughs> you know, and I think that sometimes, especially with the failures, we're, we're kind of, you know, looking at that and almost not us, but sometimes people are oftentimes um, not looking at that in a good light. But the, the culture of celebration is something that I would like to see us value, and we might wrap that into the meaningful relationships. And then there's one other value that we'd love to see happen more, and that is that we'd love to value, see, to value the next generation of workers coming to us. Mm. I'm not sure we're doing that well. Well, sometimes they're hard to understand all these new words. Right. <laughs> they have different values. They have, a yeah. So how do we do that, Jeff? Well, you know, I think what happens sometimes is a new worker comes to the field and because we had it hard, we feel like they need to have it hard too. Well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm just teasing. No, it's <laughs> it's like that. You know, it's everybody fun. should have to live in a village with no electricity or right? running water and three kids under five, right? <laughs> well, it's it's funny because you know when we got to the field, our missionary mentors sailed. <laughs> this is how old I am. Our missionary mentors sailed from the United States to Indonesia. It's humbling. And and the 
And the wife of the missionary mentor said she was persecuted by the other missionaries because she bought she brought with her a kerosene run refrigerator. So I don't know, before electricity, you could wow. you could use kerosene to somehow make a refrigerator work. And because she was the first missionary in Indonesia to have refrigeration in her house, they just about, <laughs> you know, cremated her for that. And I'm going, okay, we we have this thing about the next generation. They're going to suffer in their own way. But let it not be at our hands. Right. What if our view of the next generation is we celebrated, we cheered, mm. we we patted them on the back for their successes rather than hitting them over the head for, well, you don't know what it's like to live in a country without McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I, I could go on and on on this topic, but. And and I felt some of that. I mean, I would be lying to say, you know, it was like kind of like, you know, we were in a place where we traveled two and a half hours for to get to a hospital for, you know, my, our, my oldest daughter to be born, you know. So. But I think you're absolutely right, especially in the world and the climate we are in now. They have their own challenges. And I think we need to recognize that and honor that and encourage and be that team that that rallies behind each other instead of you and I are both very competitive people. We are a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best pieces of advice you ever gave me when I was starting to date my husband was Doris, let him win. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Tim doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) Oh, he already knows. (laughs) But, but we need to let people win and celebrate their wins and, and, and help them to win, not make it harder for them. You know, and just as a closing, if you're listening to this and you're one of our newer workers in AP, um, and maybe you've been on the end of some of those things where people are like, well, back in my day, it was like this and like this. Take it with a grain of salt to come in from the regional director. I want you to know we're glad that you're a part of the team. We're glad that you've decided to give your life for Asia Pacific. And I know your circumstances are different than mine. And yours will be different than maybe the next generation that comes. But we value you. And we value the future that you're going to bring to our region. So God bless you guys. Thank you, Jeff, for your leadership and for sharing with us today. We hope you guys can join us next time.